1: What's up, Snapback fam? If you are here for the DJ Moore giveaway, you are in the right spot. We are giving away some DJ Moore merch. And that was actually a tongue twister. And maybe something signed from DJ Moore. Stay tuned. To enter, here's all you have to do. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It's a purple app. It's free to subscribe. Or go to Spotify and hit the follow button for the Snapback Sports Pod. That's our podcast. Take a screenshot. DM it to Snap. On Instagram, we will verify everyone who sends it in. Abe will be responding. It's going to take up his entire week because he said he's bored with nothing to do. Anyways, on this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, we obviously talk to DJ Moore. Abe and I also dive into the Monday Mailbag, which is a ton of questions about the NFL draft, which will be very exciting. Coming up in the next few weeks, Snapback fam, let's get it. Blue wire. Baltimore Ravens select Lamar
0: Jackson. I'm a rave His own. All year. Every year. Jackson, Jackson himself. Oh! He broke his ankles. Collapse. Oh, by James. Auburn's gonna win the football game. Lamar's gonna win the football game. For the Philadelphia
1: Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant, put the jumper. What's up, Snapback fam? I'm your host Jack Sederman from Snapback Sports on Snapchat. Joining you today, and as always, is my longtime best friend and co-host Abe Granoff. Abe, I'm tired of talking just from that intro. What's <laughs> up, man?
0: You just made my week. You just planned out my week of just answering DMs. Yeah, <laughs> that by me.
1: <laughs> You're not welcome. Even, not <laughs> even in the slightest. That's like the anti-social distancing through the DMs. Well, yeah. uh, what's going on with you? How are you? I'm um,
0: uh. So I've had a pretty good outlook on this whole thing. Um, I recently moved home, as you know, so uh, my new roommate is my my mother. So that's going as just as well as you possibly think it could go, you know. Like nothing yeah. better, nothing worse, you know. Just I mean, kinda... I've
1: been with the mom for three weeks now, so I know how it goes. Yeah,
0: mom, I know I left my dishes in the sink. It's... <laughs> right, <laughs> <laughs> like you don't have to. I, like I know, you know what I mean. So right, and if you but I, me, I, I've kind of... we've been doing a lot of podcasts. I've been keeping up with some other stuff, watching a lot of, binging a lot of TV. You know, I'm I'm working out. I'm I'm getting through it. I definitely don't know what today is, but baby steps
1: okay all right well dude
0: we have another month of this
1: two um i don't mean to be a debbie downer but two uh let's dive into the (laughs) money so snapback fam because we're gonna talk a lot of nfl draft we got a bunch of nfl draft questions i just wanted to shout out that abe and i have been working very hard on an nfl draft series so we've been quarantining
0: we've been grinding
1: yeah, we've been grinding. We have 10 interviews, hopefully more coming with NFL draft prospects, all guys who went to the NFL combine. We talk about their journey to the league. We talk about uh, the combine itself, their, you know, who they want to unique with. stuff. We talk about like fun stuff that you actually want to know about these guys. Not we don't break down the film. We don't do any of that stuff. Well,
0: so, uh, that's not true.
1: We make fun of people who break down the film, Abe. <laughs> <laughs> and we make sure to ask every person if they want to go play for the Ravens or Eagles out of pure selfish reasons. So stay hey man, tuned I'm for that, I'm going to be grateful for whatever organization takes yeah, a chance on me. We, we, we heard that. Yawn. A bunch. Um, so that will actually be dropping a week from today, Monday, April 5th. It will be dropping Monday, April 12th.
0: Where, so Jack? Where?
1: Uh, I actually don't know. We're planning Ooh. that. We have some big things potentially in the works that I'll discuss with you offline. Um, But yeah, stay tuned for that. All right, Abe. First question comes from Dempsey Schleem. Oh,
0: Clinton Dempsey. He's Dempsey, done it. He's Dempsey done it.
1: <laughs> You're in a mood. I like it. That's good energy for me. The on only, a it's Sunday just the night. only
0: time I've ever heard the name
1: Dempsey before. Dempsey Schleem says Tua versus Joe Burrow. Who you taking? So I'm going to morph that question into Tua, Joe Burrow. I'll throw Herbert in there, and we'll just have a discussion among the top three quarterbacks in the draft. Abe, there's no way you'd pick anyone over Joe Burrow, correct?
0: Yeah, no. If anyone doesn't have Joe Burrow going one, I think they're just doing that just to be that guy. Let In me play sense. devil's advocate. I think that will make oh, this question fun. Oh, no, I just think it.
1: instead of – obviously he's going to go number one. Obviously he's the best prospect, but let's play devil's advocate, all right? Joe Burrow, you say, is the best prospect. I respond with Joe Brady and that LSU offense had insane weapons, insane blocking, and everyone was wide open. Could he have gotten away with stuff?
0: Well, you should look to your Baltimore Ravens as an example of what the Bengals need to do and not – Implement Joe Brady into a system and build a system around him. That's what your Ravens did with Lamar, and it worked out like sixty percent
1: well. You know, that was a weird shot you tried to make. I get what you're saying. Put him in. The I mean, and two more playoff
0: games. That's essentially forty percent. Yeah,
1: yeah. Okay. Anyways, uh, I do think Joe Burrow is the best prospect. On the flip, people did say recently these reports came out that Tua may have been a product of his system. Which makes things interesting. Justin Herbert has never really gotten that. He's your most prototypical pro quarterback. Is that crazy to say? He has a ton of experience played out of uh, not a pro system necessarily, but makes a lot of pro throws to the outside. He's you know, the tall, white, six four quarterback that every draft scout's obsessed with that
0: John Elway's licking his chops about. Exactly.
1: So <laughs> is there an argument for Herbert over Tua? Um I don't the think there is. Concerns. Herbert what struggled a little hip? bit.
0: S- Herbert struggled a little bit last year after coming back for his senior year. Tua, the only the only single question mark surrounding this guy is the fifteen surgeries he's had. I don't know exactly. I think it's like four. But um, obviously there's the injury thing, but like all of his reports have been coming back fine, you know what I mean? Well so, like, you
1: say I Dr. I Grano. have a thought
0: on Tua. I have a thought okay. on Tua. I I can't remember the last like good, good franchise NFL quarterback. Never that was a lefty that couldn't really run.
1: Because There's never two, been one. I, and by because run, two is really, not
0: really like a gonna burn you for a sixty yard run. You know what I mean?
1: No, he's definitely mobile and has good pocket awareness. But you're right. There's never been. It's just like a, a trend. Lefty it's just a trend to look quarterback. To. Mike Vick was the closest thing. And Mike Vick was inspirational, and he changed the league. But... I mean,
0: Steve Young, but he can move.
1: Right. It has been it has been a very, very, very long time since we've seen a successful lefty quarterback. Maybe I don't Mark know. Brunel. You're a lefty. a lefty. Yes, he was. You're a lefty. So, Correct. what do you know off the top? What the percentage of like people in the world are that righty lefty?
0: I know I'm a minority, and I stand by that.
1: <laughs> I know and you're I'm a minority. Proud to but represent. I'm saying. Is it like calls. every you know nine out of ten people are righties? That's why we don't see as many, or could there actually be something tied to the fact that lefties don't necessarily pan out well in the NFL? Or, like the last one, or the last you could think I that can lefties, think were, or Tim you Tebow. could think
0: that lefties were just socially constructed for this planet, and we're really just alien robots that are going to take it over with our left
1: hands. But you're just not taking over on the football fields, I guess.
0: Well, if you take over the world. The football field kind of comes with it.
1: Okay, interesting uh, conspiracy. Just watch out, out for the lefties. Just watch okay. out for the lefties. But no, um, I do
0: not think that Herbert so is ahead of two. Well, I think you take the risk. If you're a team like the Dolphins, you have three first round picks. Like you bank on that. You hope you hit the other two. And like you got your quarterback, you go and get him. That's what we've learned. You have to do in this league. And whether you're the Bears and you think well, that's the, go get Mitch Trubisky, then you do it. But
1: well, there's no doubt they're going to take a quarterback. The question is. Is it crazy to say, take Justin Herbert and put him in a system?
0: I'm talking about the Finns trading up to two. For who? Tua.
1: Oh, they don't need to. I think everyone in front of them is bluffing. I don't think anyone takes Tua before they get to the Dolphins pick.
0: The only team you could really think of. I mean, maybe the Lions, but the Skins. Uh, right. I just don't think you give up on uh, What's his, Haskins. After exactly. the 4 one year, you
1: can't give up on Haskins. The Lions <clears> were three, four, and one with Stafford, zero and seven without him. So Stafford is still like a solid quarterback. Stafford gets a
0: bad rep, and he, I think I actually give him a bad rep personally. But I just like he, I'm in a good mood.
1: He's a baller, and like at the I end really of his like, career, he's, he's going to be
0: like at the top of like every. But
1: he's a loser, and it's not oh all for his sure. Ball. But that's like it's not all. That's ball. like ninety
0: percent of athletes.
1: But it's it's like the Lions organization puts him in poor situations, but. And he has a ton of game winning drives and he comes in injured all the time, but he's a loser. Like he just, I don't even know if he's won a playoff game in his career. Um, I, I can't know. confirm or deny that. <laughs> all right. Next question. Drew dot Biggs. Who is the first receiver to go in the NFL draft?
0: Jerry Judy. And I'm looking at like the 11 <clears throat> to 11 or 12 to the jets or the Raiders. Um, really it's judy and cd lamb or 1a 1b and then you can call um what's his face rugs yeah. rugs uh two judy is like the prototypical number one receiver on a team can get open really easily is great hands can a great route running ability is a big receiver and cd's like that that run after the catch guy. Obviously, both like have potential to be unreal. Like we've seen these guys that uh, uh, that can do both things be number one receivers. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I was trying. I was looking. I was reading a paragraph on Ceedee Lamb, <laughs> but um, John Gruden with Ceedee Lamb that'd be fun. But this uh, is how I look at. it I think it. you Here. really can't be wrong. You can't go I think, wrong.
1: I think for me, unless you do go wrong,
0: you know, I, I we can only wait and find out.
1: This is how I see those two. I see Jerry Judy as he could step in tomorrow. And you could I'm not saying he will successfully, but I think that's the plan when you draft him. Like don't you think Sam
0: Darnold with Jerry Judy is a good like okay, let's 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 do something with this. We'll worry I about the offensive line next year or the year after that or the year after that.
1: I think you can have Jerry Judy step in and be a number one tomorrow when the you know, when train camps over and it's week one. I think CeeDee Lamb will be a number one in his future, but I think he actually works best on a team where he doesn't have to be getting the bulk of the targets, which means I think the Jets are perfect for Judy. And then I mean I posted it, I said I posted it today on my Snapstar, I said if the Ravens get Jerry Judy, it's over, blah blah blah. And I have Niners fans all in my replies. So apparently they think they're getting Jerry Judy. I actually think that's a perfect example of where C D Lamb would be great. In that offense, that speed. He doesn't have to be the reliable. They have a ton of weapons. Whereas if he's being double teamed his rookie year, I don't see him as that type of player who's I don't really know what out-runner. rookie
0: wide receiver can get double teamed and like be maybe Od- I mean Odell, no, but
1: I, I think Jerry Judy, he at least has experienced stuff like that playing in the SEC. And he's a big guy. He gets open on routes. CeeDee Lamb has to be schemed open a lot. He's a good route runner, but he thrives with the ball in his hands. I mean, once he gets the open. ball,
0: though, he is.
1: Well, that's the thing. That, that's he's what you, you benefit from when you're in an offense like the Niners, whereas the Jets, like Adam Gase isn't scheming CeeDee Lamb open. He's going to have to go get open, and it's him and Brashad Perryman. They'll give him a lot of attention. I don't think Brashad Perryman stinks. He's terrible. He's terrible. So I'm looking at a mock
0: right now that has Judy eleven to the Jets, C D twelve to Oakland or Vegas. Sorry. And then the next pick, Ruggs, who we haven't talked about, who's pretty much like the top one of the top guys but has been getting left out, mainly because like people are talking about and I kind of agree to an extent. Is he like a John Ross where he's just really, really fast and that's it? And that can get you that can get you. That can help you in the NFL. Trust me, as Tyreek Hill. But I don't know. I think with Judy and CD, you're getting more. Like you know, you're getting more right out of the gate. Whereas Ruggs is a little bit more of a gamble. But I mean, he can move.
1: Yeah, and then you have the back half of the wide receiver class, which the is Eagles, where they're going to take, and the Ravens as well, and Denzel Mims, who hint him, will be in our NFL draft series. So we got oh, to boy. talk to him, which was cool. Uh, we won't dive into those guys too much before our actual NFL K.J. Draft. Hamler. K.J. Hamler. There's a lot of talent, there's no doubt. But I think it's a scheme fit when you're drafting Judy and CD, to answer your question. Drew Biggs, Judy will be first off. What do you
0: think the coolest way that the NFL could do this draft, like, given the circumstances? I mean, the the like, they're already doing
1: like, some... Like, like, group
0: FaceTime with all the GMs?
1: <laughs> they're doing some stuff where, like... If you're a top pick, you can submit how you would interact with Roger Goodell and they're gonna play like a simulated version. Of oh, that, that is so brutal. You're <laughs> uh, gonna have
0: like 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 in their living room like one of their family members in a suit pretending to be Goodell and like the other family members in the background, not in the camera just like boo them and like come on.
1: Well the funny thing is you know how they normally if if you don't go to the draft or your draft or your day two day three guy normally you get your whole family there with the quarantine and the the federal law you're not gonna be able to have ten people in your house I'm not sure they'll all necessarily follow that rule but it is kind of crazy to think about like that normal big party with your family there should be under ten people so
0: imagine like the way you have to t- tell your players is, like, through
1: Snapchat, and it's like John Gruden Snapchatting <laughs> C D Lamb, like, we got you, baby. I would love for us to be the, the Adam Schefter of draft through Snap. That would be fun. All right, last question. Uh, not really a question. I just wanted to bring it up because I want to get it out there with enough runway before the actual NFL draft happens. I think Isaiah Simmons is going to be the best player in the draft class. Obviously, Chase Young, pass rusher, beast at Ohio State, is projected to go number two, Joe Burrow. One, Isaiah is going anywhere from four to six based off quarterbacks and some alignment and needs. But I think in today's NFL, Isaiah Simmons, if you watched him. He He
0: plays football.
1: He plays defense. He doesn't play linebacker. He doesn't
0: play a position. He plays football.
1: And I just think the ability to be so versatile, yet tackle so incredibly well. It, like, he's the best athlete on the defense at all times and on a Clemson defense. And it was just shown day in, day out. He's always around the ball. It's actually kind of insane if you watch the Ohio State game uh, in the semifinal. But do you? are you a big believer in Chase Young? Because Chase Young, listen, he's, he's a monster. He got double-teamed, probably triple-teamed with the running back chipping all year long. But in the big games, he faded, and he did not make an impact in the semifinal game. He was never really making pressure. so He ate us just, up. He definitely <laughs> ate Penn State up. You I don't know what you're talking about. He, you guys weren't that good. I'm talking like real good teams. You were a top four team at one point. Right, at one point when uh, the rankings didn't really matter. So no, do you think rankings. who's your best player, at least defensive player, in the draft? I mean, I mean, pick out of a hat. Honestly,
0: I mean, it, like you said, it depends on what you need, um, and what organization. No, that's you're my in. question. Like,
1: who Who is your best player in the draft? The best player in the draft, defensively.
0: Uh in today's NFL. I'm gonna go Isaiah Simmons, honestly. Hey, the way you welcome. can stop the, the way he can play in the box, on the line, off the line, in coverage, like this guy just plays football. He's smaller, he can move a little quicker than Chase Young. Don't get me wrong, Chase Young's a beast a beast. And now I'm just putting it together that there's a chance that they're both in the NFC East with the Eagles, but I mean between the Giants and the Redskins, one of them will ruin one of these players.
1: So I can bank on that. <laughs> And my my bet would be on Chase Young, but that's—I don't hate Chase Young before people start yelling at me. I just think Isaiah Simmons is, like, generational linebacker. I think he's so nasty. So, but
0: you got to think, like, also in today's NFL, it's—
1: Oh, you want a pass rusher. Don't it's get me protect wrong.
0: the quarterback, get to the quarterback. And linebackers have become a very, very undervalued position in the NFL, so— I mean, it depends how much of an impact he can have. Can he really be a guy that can play in coverage? Then he can be beneficial. But, like, he's going to have to play on the line, whereas Chase Young is going to be on the line every play. And when you have to put two offensive linemen on him, that opens up some spots for other guys. It's
1: definitely a problem. All right, Snapback fam, we are going to pass you along to ourselves. You're going to hear our voices. But we talk to DJ Moore, wide receiver, Carolina Panthers. Enjoy. Philly guy. Philly guy. Super excited to have DJ Moore, Carolina Panthers wide receiver on the pod. DJ, what's going on, man?
2: No, much. just got back in from a workout.
1: Nice. And I saw last night you were jamming on some Fortnite, maybe cut a little dub. Yeah, uh, with my
2: nephew and one of his friends.
1: Are you so? Who carries that squad? Because I need someone to carry me. So if your nephew's <laughs> – let me know. I literally, I'm, I'm streaming all the time and I can't catch a dub on camera. Like I'm, I'm not bad. I'm just not good. And I need people to carry me. So do you carry or he carries?
2: Uh, it go back and forth. Sometimes I'll be having to watch my daughter in my hands when I'm playing. Today, so <laughs> it go tough.
1: back. I
0: feel and like, forth. I feel like. So we graduated. I graduated school in 2018. Like that was like when the Fortnite craze started but I feel like this mm-hmm. quarantine is to maybe I just haven't seen on social media as much, but this quarantine is just the best thing for Fortnite.
2: Yeah. That and uh call of duty. I just got back on playing. I actually just got yeah. back on playing video games. Really? So I got adjusted pretty quickly.
1: What, what console are you on?
2: Uh, all of them, uh, okay. Xbox and <laughs> PlayStation.
1: Yeah. I I'm on both too. I like Xbox, but I run both for sure. So Let's talk a little bit about your history, which is you started at Maryland, which is where I am right now, the lovely state. Uh, But I'm curious, my friend from high school, Josh Woods, was that a teammate of yours? Yeah. Have you ran into him in the league yet?
2: Uh, We played him in the preseason, but I didn't play, but I've seen him uh, out there.
1: Gotcha, gotcha. Because we saw, Abe and I saw on your Instagram story your jersey collection, and he was like, "Hmm, I don't know all those guys." I was like, "It's a lot of Maryland guys, a lot of Maryland ties." Is that like a, a true brotherhood over there? Uh,
2: I would say so. Um, I got Savage uh, Darnell's jersey, and I got the Wayne's jersey, even though he switched on us at the last second. But mm-hmm. I still, I grew up uh, playing with both of them in like, seven on seven.
0: So, when obviously, the whole jersey swapping thing has become more popular in the last, like, I don't know, year or two. How, mm-hmm. how does that go down? Do you plan it pregame? Is it just a spur-of-the-moment thing at center field, like, yo, let me get that after the game? Like, what goes into a jersey swap? Uh,
2: It's, it's basically a yeah, pregame, and uh, they just – you see somebody you know, and then, like, you start conversating. But then at the end, it's like, hmm, maybe I ask for their jersey or maybe not because you never know what the other person already uh, planned to swap with somebody else.
0: So, obviously, your jersey collection, from what we saw, is a lot of Maryland guys. Is there was, Has there ever been a time where, like, you had no idea who a guy was, but you found out you he went to Maryland, so you're just like, all right, screw it, we're, we're blood?
2: <laughs> uh, no, not yet. Yeah. Like, everybody I know so far.
1: So, there's a lot of talent in the NFC, and honestly, I thought you were right on the cusp of the Pro Bowl. What's it like being in such a competitive conference and facing off? You don't really face off against them, but you're competing against all those great wide receivers. And then, how do we take this step next year to actually get you into that Pro
2: Bowl? I just gotta repeat what I'm what I'm doing uh, even more than I guess score more
0: touchdowns.
2: (laughs) That's actually out. Score more touchdowns. That's a good idea. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably the best thing, and be more appealing to the fans. Some so.
1: Got it. That makes sense. So you think how much of the voting is actually fan versus coach?
2: Oh, I don't know about. The, I know we get one third of the voting, and I don't know about the other third. Did it you vote for like yourself? It, uh, Are you allowed? No, you to? can't vote. Now you're not allowed to vote for yourself. That's so, kind of
1: bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> so who? So who was your? Who were your votes at wide receiver?
2: Uh, I don't even remember. <laughs> uh i think no because we did it uh um we did it at the end of the season i got forgot it. who we chose
1: got it is that a thing where like i don't know mt and godwin and evans are all in your division and you're voting against them or it's like we've got to support nah, you
2: can, you can vote for them yeah uh, it's just how, who all are you going to put in there. So I don't know who – if they put me down, I forgot if we put them down. But I'm pretty sure we did.
0: So talk to me about the uh, the NFC South this year. Obviously, things got a lot more interesting with Tom coming to town. And mm-hmm. you guys are bringing in Teddy with the new quarterback, new head coach. Obviously, the Falcons are trying to retool, and then the Saints are right back where they were. What's that division going to be like this year?
2: going to be loaded it's going to be uh, a lot of competition going on so i'm just ready to see what all we have to offer in this uh conference now that we uh have the new coach and everything so and seeing all the teams that um, pick up uh, more superstars is going to be more interesting for this conference.
1: Gotcha. And what about with the addition of Robbie? Like, how do you think, is that going to open up more looks for you? Is that going to make your job tougher? Like, what, what have the coaches told you so far in your communication? Before
0: you me? answer that, let me get my fantasy uh, notebook real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not sure. Um because we haven't really talked about uh, the game plans for uh, everybody yet. So it's going to it's going be different, but I'm willing to uh, play any position for it.
1: I feel like whenever another really good wide receiver joins a team, everyone expects there to be drop off. But if you look literally within your division, like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin were both having incredible years. I mm-hmm. think. It's just going to make your job easier, right? Like you'll have less double coverage. Curtis will be open more in the slot. Christian can't be guarded, you know, by the safety now, like by anyone. <laughs> it, it it should be it should be easier.
2: Yeah, and that goes back to game plan. So whatever the coaches got is going to help us get open, but we just got to go out there and execute it. So.
0: Speaking of coaches, you guys brought in Joe Brady, obviously had a great mm-hmm. year and tenure at LSU. Is watching that LSU offense and picturing yourself in it, just in the Carolina Panthers, it's just kind of like football porn in a way for like offensive weapons? <laughs>
2: uh, Yeah, because I've seen uh, him throwing the ball uh, a lot Um there so watching is like you get hyped about it and then you just notice like that's college but you also see some of the NFL doing that so I'm I'm ready to get into that offense and see what you can do
1: it seems like everyone was just always open I don't know if that's realistic at an NFL scale but I mean it's probably pretty exciting to have him on the team so, obviously, a lot of weapons in Carolina now. McCaffrey has been fiending for one of those DJ Moore sweatshirts, which Abe and I need to have a conversation with you about. So, we're going, through, up the your comments. We're going through the merch, and this is mostly why we're excited. We're wondering, where are the sweatshirts? Because I see there's a sweatshirt, but not the one that was posted on your Instagram. That's really fire. Um, and we wanted to support and cop, but did they sell out?
2: Nah, uh,
0: that's a one of a kind.
1: No, it's not a one of a kind. We're getting
2: them, uh, made up uh, right now. Everything got slowed down due to the uh, coronavirus. Got it. Got it.
1: It's crazy to me that someone like McCaffrey, who I feel like he's gotten paid before can't <laughs> even buy one. He's like, let me get one. Like, bro, you you can probably afford a little DJ Moore sweatshirt. All
2: right. Uh, that's what everybody do. So we'll see if he, uh, Supports in that he probably yeah, I was, will
1: yeah. i was scrolling i was
0: scrolling through the site and like what dropped drove me to the site is what the sweatshirt you were wearing in your one gram that's that uh christian was blowing up it was with like that little zipper on the, over the left over the left uh chest part but i'm gonna definitely need that so let's get uh <laughs> let's get production rolling
2: i got you
1: <laughs> DJ, so outside of football and outside of video games, I know you have a child, but what do you like to do in your free time when you're not taking care of her? Just
2: watch movies and just relax because that's the best thing to do after a workout or sleep because you're so tired.
1: That's fact. What, what movies are you rolling with? Because Abe and I feel like we've definitely binged all the movies and we still have many, many weeks uh, left of this virus. Um, Right now...
2: I'm watching. I just rewatched all the Fast and Furious, like one through eight.
0: Is it like one through seventeen at this point?
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't really like the uh, the offs, but I watched them.
0: They gotta shut it down. I feel like literally my my entire quarantine has been my face in front of a microphone or my face in front of a movie. Like that's literally all that I've been doing.
2: <laughs> that's the best thing right now.
1: Right, nice. nice. we can't complain. Busy. Right, because I'm sure with how busy you normally are, like. You're getting to spend quality time with your daughter when realistically, if this wasn't happening, you might be out of the house, training, practice, et cetera, right?
2: Right. So I'm just soaking up the time.
1: So,
0: like, what is your – obviously, me, you, and Jack, none of us are medical professionals. We can sit here and try and mm-hmm. pretend to be. So we're going to do that for a hot sec. What is your outlook on all this? you think that we're good week one, ready to go in front of fans? Uh,
2: I think so. Yeah.
0: So. Even if you don't is, think so, I'm glad you said that just for my, <laughs> nah, for my ears. I, I, I think so, uh,
2: because it's it's not uh, being as deadly as uh, they're saying it was going to be. So I'm happy about that, and I just want the season to be here.
1: Fair enough. We talked before off the air about Yasir. We're talking to him in a little – we're doing a little NFL draft series. Obviously, they, these guys won't get to actually be at the draft this year, but – Mm-hmm. Your experience, what's the best advice you could give to a guy going into the draft and then going into his rookie season? No dumb
2: shit. Going into the draft, I'd just say just just wait to hear your name call. It's gonna be so real no matter where you go. Because I was almost in tears uh when I got drafted and it was just a so real moment that I was just happy about. And then going into your rookie year I would say just listen to the older guys like some guys may help you some guys don't but you can always just follow behind what what the leaders are doing and just write down everything
0: so you went you went 24th right to Carolina yeah did yep. you know you did you know Carolina was going to be the spot like did they assure you that or did you think you were going earlier were you surprised
2: um a little bit uh surprised but I also had a feeling like it came down to three teams uh, that I that I figured I would get traffic to. So
0: what were those other call?
2: Uh Baltimore, Dallas, and Carolina.
0: Damn. So so oh that worked God. out that worked out for me. <laughs> let me just say, because what? as we talked about before, I'm from Philly, diehard Eagles fan. So mm-hmm. I definitely mm-hmm. wouldn't have liked to see you in Dallas. And I have to listen to Jack a couple of times a week on this podcast who's a diehard Ravens fan. I hate them maybe just as much as the Cowboys. So I'm glad that we ended up in Carolina.
1: It's, sure. DJ. what's yeah. crazy is the Ravens. Well, first of all, we can't draft uh, first-round wide receivers. Hollywood actually was pretty good for us this year. But I feel like if we had picked you, you wouldn't have been good. So we're lucky we didn't end up picking you. But we we keep passing up on these stud Maryland wide receivers. We we skip Stefan. We skip picking you. Um, but what is it like? from a wide receiver, I'm very curious. Like Lamar was unbelievable this year. He's the MVP of the league. Our offense was incredible, but it's obviously a run first offense. Is that a type of offense, a wide receiver like you, who, you know, who wants to touch the ball constantly wants to play him because of how good we were, or is it better to be in more of a pass focused offense?
2: Uh, I would say a more pass focused offense because and you can do more like, even yeah. if you got to go on the backfield yourself. uh, you can still do routes out the backfield. Right. And a run heavy offense, you you can't do that.
1: Gotcha. All right, last thing, and then we'll let you run, just because Benny Snell gave us a hilarious answer yesterday. But they announced, obviously, the extra playoff teams. But then the NFL announced that one of the games, one of the wild card games, is actually going to be on Nickelodeon. Do you think that's a good idea? Like, is that something your daughter's going to be watching because it's on Nick?
2: Oh, Nickelodeon! One of the yeah, is going to be,
1: I ain't hear that. So,
2: yeah, but that's gonna be interesting because you got kids that's really going that watch Nickelodeon going to have to watch watch the game since it's going to be on that channel.
1: Exactly. Is it? It's not disrespectful, right? Like if let's say you guys are in the wild card game and the the schedule comes out instead of CBS, they put you on Nick. Are you pissed about that, or you're just you're just suiting up regardless?
2: Nah, I'm suiting up regardless. Even if like we don't make it, I will probably watch it because I watch Nickelodeon.
0: <laughs> That's a good point. Now coming now coming up next, SpongeBob SquarePants.
1: <laughs> you thought <thaw>. right. <laughs> well
0: DJ fucking Aikman on the call
1: (laughs) yeah and then you can get slimed on your touchdown dance celebration so that would be cool
2: that'd be lit
1: (laughs) (laughs) DJ we appreciate the time everyone listening make sure to check out djmore12.com for when he finally drops the merch and he's going to shoot us a message on Instagram when he does some fire merch on there yeah there's still stuff I'm definitely getting the headband but I'm waiting for that hoodie so (laughs) me and uh, CMC can cop it but we appreciate you coming on real quick just so people can shoot you a follow. Uh, what are your social medias, Twitter and Instagram?
2: Uh, I DJ Moore. And yeah. if you want uh, to play uh, Fortnite or something, it's still the same for those.
1: Okay. All right. Maybe we'll get a, a little Fortnite game going. You can carry us to a dub on, uh, <laughs> on YouTube. DJ, we appreciate it. Best of luck. We'll be in touch in the future. Uh, thanks for the time, bro. Hey, no problem. Thank you. DJ, best of luck, man. Thank you.